0: They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete
2: terms. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie.
3: Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side.
2: Now, y'all need to know that we are obsessed with everything on the other side.
3: Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene.
2: Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Brynn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Bryn. Hello, my elf. How you been? I'm good. Well, what have you been up to? I well, know it's like something. I know, right? <laughs> okay, I have a new obsession. <laughs> this is the gift that keeps on giving my OCD. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with pie, donuts, coleslaw or tequila. You know, those are my four food groups. Nice. Well, I got very obsessed with remote viewing. Ah, an obsession on remote viewing. Yeah. This is going to be good. I can tell. Right, right. And I get that revote. Okay, that's like my shorthand. That's like my my benefer for remote viewing is revote. I know that remote viewing isn't new, but it's new to me. Because I've read, I don't know, like two books. And that's a lot for me. I say two. <laughs> I, I'd say that like I climbed Mount Everest. Um, but I've I've read Good two books. That, that, oh, that I climbed Mount Everest? No, that you read two books. <laughs> that I, I did. I did. I drove Suzanne absolutely crazy. She's like, hey, babe, let's go see a movie. I'm like, I'm reading. <laughs> then the world must stop. And she's like, you are? <laughs> I'm like, I'm reading. Is everything okay? <laughs> like I don't know if you heard, but I'm also an author. But yeah, I read. I can. I learned. Uh, so I've read two books about it. Um, I, what did you learn? I, well, I thought it was – I was fascinated by it. And I also saw that dumbass movie called Men Who Stare at Goats. I think it's one of the movies you've actually seen. <laughs> the one that told you about it. Yeah, it's a dumbass movie. It's, it was so disappointing. It's it so promising. It's so disappointing. If you guys have not seen it – Don't. Well, <laughs> you do. after you actually hear this show, do – and if you have already seen it, just stay tuned in yeah, because we, we want to we want to know what you think. Yeah, and we'll give you more the real deal of what remote remote view. Rem- Look, I can't even say <laughs> it is it is my benefer. How much have Revo- you been, how
3: much have you been reading about remote viewing <laughs> when you just
2: blur them together or drinking? But it's also you know what I wanted to talk about today was was the whole psychic spy aspect mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. and how. You know our tools our gifts um are what will have been weaponized, so that's a really interesting fascinating part of this that I think that I got so interested in but because you are the queen witch and I'm just a mere elf, <laughs> why don't you tell us what remote viewing in your words actually is, and then I'll see if I can one up you okay <laughs> so we're now we're gonna make it a game it's a My contest God, it's
3: a pop quiz it's a contest.
2: <laughs> Okay, so remote viewing, first of all, it's
3: something we do automatically, right? This is – it's a skill humans have. And yes, when we become really good at it or when people develop mastery in something, you know, you can use your powers for good or evil. That's That's the game, the dance of earth school. And so people can weaponize it. They can try to do that. I don't know any mom who hasn't, like, just checked in on their kid uh, energetically. That's another way of saying remote viewing, and you may not mess that word up.
2: (laughs) Oh, I can mess that (laughs) up now, too.
3: (laughs) But it's it's basically when you energetically or emotionally or vibrationally tune into something that you are not co-located with. It's that simple. For instance, when you think about, hey, want to go to that movie tonight or next week or whatever it is, you – On an unconscious level, so it's not conscious but just beneath the level of consciousness, you're already picking out where you're going to sit in the movie theater. You don't know the availability. You're not online logging in. But you just kind of think, oh, we're going to sit towards the front on the left. You know, it's just like you just kind of because we're visual beings. So we picture things. As people are telling you about being in the grocery store or what happened on the playground, you know, whatever your kids are reporting, you're visualizing it as it's happening. And it's the same when you think about something or wonder
2: about, hey, where's
3: my beloved or, you know, where's my puppy or whatever. I do that on planes, by
2: the way, like the seat on a plane. Do you have a particular part of the plane that you like to sit on? Because that's where I see myself every time I book a same flight. Same thing. Same thing. So when I walk on the plane, mm-hmm. I always sit on the left-hand side. Ah, there you go. What the hell is that about? That's
3: just – well, first of all, it could be part of your OCD. <laughs> oh, could But be. But it's also – that's where you're energetically comfortable. And so it becomes a, prefer, a preference.
2: It's so strange. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right-handed, so why would that matter? <laughs> why am I sitting on the left – but when you face it, I'm on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Yeah,
3: you covered it, right? <laughs> I covered it.
2: That was very exciting. To welcome everyone for that really titillating story <laughs> of so, my plain seat preference.
3: And, and remember, we are always running energetic patterns and we're visual beings. So when you put that together, you basically get remote viewing. So I think it's one of the standard issue gifts of being human.
2: Well, interestingly enough, the author of the book – okay, everybody – I'm going to be shuffling stuff, so just bear with me with – with noises here, here we gotta give you some.
3: We got a little nerd elf
2: happening. I know. I you wouldn't believe the crap I have laid out all over the table She's right so now. She's so excited. I know, and I have st- sticky notes, things circled. I tear pages out. I mean, it's been insane. So this book is called. You literally tear, tore. I tore pages out. Tore yeah, pages of that book. I did.
3: That hurts my
2: heart. Well, well, I can put it back in. I can. We have tape. Tape's been invented. <laughs> 3M, I think, did it. I'm not sure, but I'd.
3: shout out to 3M. Call shout us. out to 3M. <laughs> Call yeah. Us.
2: Minnesota <laughs> mining. mining. Manufacturing. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> um, so this book is called... My sister works for three. <laughs> I should know this. <laughs> I have not. So there you go. So this book is called Tell Me What You See, written by Major Ed Dames. So I just want to give everybody the book title because I think it's worth a read if you guys are interesting and interested in this subject. So I'm going to read you one of the pages that I tore out of the book. Not the whole page, but just to give you a sense because it's going to show how much... Um, My very gifted witch actually knows. (laughs) So page (laughs) lucky number, page 13. In the book, he says, picture this, being stuck in time, sitting in front of a warm fire on a winter's night, then doing the backstroke along the amazing beach in Hawaii, open a door in Fresno, and coming through a window in Paris. All of this done at the same time. All of it done without ever going anywhere. So that's exactly what you were talking about is this ability to to be places without the construct of the physical world. And right. even as you read that paragraph, our
3: listeners are picturing themselves doing all of that and are remembering
2: when they were – If they know where Fresno is.
3: Well, they're imagining it. It doesn't – like really, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like they are literally are, th- are imagining it. And that they're... was
2: psychic spy humor.
3: <laughs> I'd be a terrible spy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you would be. Because
3: I would giggle the whole you time. You would be a terrible spy.
2: I'd be a good spy. CIA, give me a ring. Because <laughs> speaking of CIA um, – Oh, please tell. <laughs> you're like, wait. How was that a transition? I'm, I'm How waiting. did she I'm transition waiting. into <laughs> CIA in this topic? Well, because what was so fascinating about this was not that we've been doing this for thousands of years because everything, Bryn, that we talk about, humans have been doing for thousands of years. This is not new in that, right? This is another thing. Like when you say, you know, this is a a, a gift that we're all born with, right? Thousands of years. But what's really fascinating about this is that in the late 60s, early 70s, there was a guy a guy. His name isn't Jim. There was a guy named Ingo, I-N-G-O, Swan, as swan as in a swan, as in <laughs> Lynn Swan, the football player. Um. So Ingo Swan is... Brenda's shaking her head at me. This is so awesome. She has no <laughs> idea what the hell I'm saying. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> you don't know who Lynn Swan is, the football player? Um. So, so Ingo Swan is like... Let's call him the modern-day father of remote viewing because he's the one who... For all intents and purposes, he weaponized it. He found a system. He um, reached out to the CIA, and he's the one who got this program into our government. And, and, and what he did was he created a system where people didn't have to have psychic abilities. What he taught them to do um, was effectively what you teach us to do, Brenda, all the time, especially on your meditation CD on, on Apple iTunes, is to meditate. <laughs> Did you like that plug? That, was, so wasn't very, it wasn't very smooth. So, so but smooth. <laughs> I love it so much. I listen to it all the time. I bought so many copies on different um, Apple accounts that when you see duplicates, it's it's been me. And I can call you whenever the hell I want. And I still listen to you all the time. So he built this system to where you didn't have to be – A psychic, right? Didn't have like known psychic abilities or psychic abilities that you've already found in yourself, but he trained you to really shut off your mind, right? To like compartmentalize things and to leave this open place, where what he would do is give his team a series of numbers, and 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 they were random numbers, and these random numbers are really based on a location or a person that he he wanted his team to go investigate. And then this team started like, to take these numbers. They would go out into this kind of un, this unconscious cloud, if you will. And I, I say the word cloud just because we have cloud computing so people can understand, like, this unconscious cloud that really has, has everything in it that we've done, we've said, we've thought, or will do, say, or think, right? And to go tap into that, and they would start drawing, so the the files have now been released and and have been unclassified, and so you can go up and see thousands of pages of these drawings that people from the psychic spy team had actually developed during the I guess two decades was roughly around the time that they had it. It really was under um, Reagan, as I think when it really mm-hmm. started to kick I in. That's right. for the org um, uh, for the U.S. government. And what's also really fascinating about what they, what they did, it's so crazy. I'm like, I'm living and reading the book now. But I think Brenda wants to make us break before I get into another level. She's of gonna
3: it. get so excited about this. I, I know. can just see her diving in. I know.
4: Go ahead, break us. Uh,
3: just, break us
2: up. We're gonna break up. <laughs> we're gonna
3: leave her in the book, and we'll be right back.
4: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
0: Electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper experience the rush of pure performance as bmw m-engineered handling takes you through every twist in turn and elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology including a bmw intelligent personal assistant that gets smarter with every interaction i've started guidance and the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind introducing the bmw i4 m50 silence has never said so much bmw
1: Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's knix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back.
3: So while we were on break... I had a breakthrough. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's why we have breaks.
3: That's why we have breaks. So um, one of the things is um, my dear elf was talking about this cloud where they can clear their minds, right, as they're compartmentalizing their conscious thoughts and they're moving more into the superconscious or unconscious, depending on where you live, Then they had access to full information. Basically, I would say they're on the astral plane. But this is the uh, pop cultural reference that you may be aware of, dear listeners, which is uh, Stranger Things. Eleven was trained to go into this remote viewing space where she could have access to people's uh, – or, again, the astral plane, right, this, where all information is available. And so that's what they
2: were being trained to do. And I think the same thing happened on the OA, which I'm a huge fan of. So those that want to dive into this deeper – watch The OA, watch Stranger Things. I think they both do a really great job of that. Again, I don't think Men Who Stare at Goats did a really great job at it. They they, don't. They didn't even know what they had. They didn't. It was comical. They made it a comedy where— A bad comedy. A bad comedy (laughs) and such great actors. But they could have done it as real legit, like down the middle. Again, I just don't think they knew what they had. I don't think they knew what they had either. Because there's a story in there that is um, fascinating and— It is a story of this uh, Major Dames team, and I believe this was probably the 80s, early 90s when this happened. There's a guy named Bob Monroe, and Bob Monroe um, is out of, like, the D.C. area, and he has an institute there. And this guy, Sergeant Dames... Got a notification from his um, from his superiors, and and mind you, this is all military. That's why he's major dames, right? So this is all military, and he got a message that Bob Monroe had not been sleeping, which we've talked about. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, ne- we all know how important sleep is. <laughs> we talk a lot about sleep. So he wasn't sleeping, so um, he was asked to go to, the, to this institute and to try to find out what is going on with Bob Monroe because Bob Monroe was training a lot of these psychic spies, so he was like a center piece to them. So Major Dames goes there, takes his team. I, I won't take you through the whole story, but what they found when his team was remote viewing Bob Monroe, they actually found a woman named Inga. And Inga didn't speak English. She spoke Russian. And what they found is that the Russians had the same team that they did in Russia as we did. In a duplicated team. A duplicated team. Wouldn't that be cool if it was actually the same people that they were <laughs> leaving? They were okay? Devil gets, lives. <laughs> that goes into a whole sci-fi <laughs> thing. Um, but, but they found this woman named Inga who was in his head, in Bob Monroe's head. And that's how he how come he was staying awake is that she was this um uh, Russian spy who had psychic abilities because unlike the u s. program, the Russian program was out recruiting psychics. Have you gotten a call from them?
3: They had no shame. They had no shame. They're like, screw, we don't we want we want the real deal. We don't want to have to train them up. Just we don't want him, to train them up, him which him.
2: which is interesting. The reason why the u s. Um, team did not have psychics is that um uh, <laughs> Sergeant Major Dame, sorry. Mr. Dames, um, Major Dames called psychics uh, witches um, because he felt that they were not trained and, and because, because he, he was in the military. Know. He didn't know any better. <laughs> he didn't know any better. And and they wanted to train them to do, to do their remote viewing system, right? Where in Russia, they weren't doing that. They were out recruiting people with psychic abilities. And one of these people was this woman named Inga who was – so what happened while they were remote viewing is they saw her – look at them. So they all met in this unconscious cloud. In the astral plane. And they saw each other awake, Mm -hmm. right? This is not somebody dreamt it up. No, they saw. And and in the book, they describe how they stopped immediately and how they were. I I feel it actually. I feel the moment. I I have goosebumps just talking about it because I was there with them. Maybe I was remote viewing. Truth bumps. Truth bumps. I was there with them. And And they said, we've been made. (laughs) They were made. Like that's the conversation, right? Because what they were able to do with this, they had in Russia these things they called bird cages. And they called them bird cages um, because they were all wired where electronics couldn't get through. And so what was so fascinating to Major Dames is like, uh, you can put all the traps you want to try to keep us out, but there's no electronics happening here. And so they got through what's called the birdcage. So this is something that had been going on for decades. Um, It is is warfare. You know, it's been used for warfare. It was also used to find people. It was used to solve crimes because there's a lot of stories that support things they were able to solve. There were things they could have solved, but then there were, of course, military – folks in the military that didn't want to believe – Right, What they were doing because they wanted to brush it off as a bunch of mumbo-jumbo.
3: Well, it's a lot to ask. I mean when people don't have the openness or purpose to believe, it, it's a lot to ask and I, I understand people struggle with it.
2: OK. I don't. No, I'm just kidding. I totally understand. <laughs> I totally and completely understand yeah. why people would have issues with it. Um, but, then, but they kept proving – these different cases and they still had those issues, which again, it's, you know, especially military. um, And I know this because my father was a lieutenant colonel. And, you know, military folks are those that thrive in structure. Everything is physical, right? And so to bring something like this into the military, and by the way, it was funded, right? Like the military funded this program. I think that was big for this country. It was huge. I really hope it's still happening, would Do you know? <laughs> I always look at you and say, is it? <laughs> do you well, know, Brenda? We know, you should know everything. We
3: do know that it's still happening in Russia and China. That, that we do know. And, you know, maybe we ask them if it's still happening here because we don't know. <laughs> right. Well, there
2: is uh, – there's a story that – tell me if you want to break – because I'm going to go through another story. Oh, my
3: God. Did my elf, did you just ask for a break? Did I Did
2: I just instigate a break? I'm a break instigator.
3: Okay, here we so go. So why don't we
2: instigate a break? And then I'm going to let everybody know. And I'm going to have another breakthrough. And then you're going to have another breakthrough during the break. And I'm going to let everybody know what the possibilities are with remote viewing. Excellent. Can't wait.
4: Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Electricity has
0: always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper. Experience the rush of pure performance as BMW M-Engineered handling takes you through every twist in turn. And elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting edge technology, including a BMW intelligent personal assistant that gets smarter with every interaction. I've started guidance. And the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind. Introducing the BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine.
1: Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America.
2: Welcome back, everyone. We are now on page two forty-seven. We jumped. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me what you see. So I'm going to read this, and I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try not to make up words, but if I do, just forgive me because we've talked about yeah, forgiveness is important. <laughs> because this is what it feels like where it's where it's either going. And Brenda, you, I would love your your. I would say opinion, but your view, your communication after I read this. All right, without further ado. A classroom somewhere in China, 25 kids, 7 to 12 years old, all neatly dressed in their cute school uniforms. They watch in hushed wonderment as their teacher removes something from his desk. The teacher, mid-30s, typically unassuming in his simple polo shirt and blue sweater. I don't know why they chose him to wear a blue sweater, holds a color photograph up to them. The image is of a missile, a U.S. intercontinental ballistic missile, the kind would unload on China in a war. Grinning and confident, the teacher asks the children if they can see the missile. The answer is a spirited yes. Then he asks if they see one specific area of the rocket, a shiny section near its solid propellant boosters the same spot where the massive engine is encased in a reflective coating to protect the flexible alloy skin beneath it. Again, the children shout, How? Which means, yes. Very good. Now he tells them to focus on the rocket's coating and start a small fire there using their minds. They've done this before, so no problem. It's like a big game to them. They're eager to do it. The kids shut their eyes and concentrate on the target together as if they were one person, one mind. More than 8,000 miles away, a U.S. ICBM test fails miserably. Just as it hits boost phase, still under its own power and closest to its launch point, the -the state-of-the-art nuclear missile blows itself into smithereens. More tests follow. With the same disastrous results, leaving the scientists and military personnel involved scratching their heads. When told by intelligence sources that a secret program in China using schoolchildren against military targets may be responsible for bringing their prize rocket down, the scientists laugh and go back to business as usual. Remote influencing doesn't exist, they say. No one can destroy a missile using only their mind. No one can start a blaze by simply willing it to be. It isn't scientific, so it can't be true. Remote influencing isn't real. It must be something else. And so the last sentence says, This incident never happened, by the way, but it will. What's your take on that one, Bren? So many things go through my head. (laughs) Um,
3: So many things, so many um, actual concrete examples that I've lived where this is completely possible. This is completely possible, and the, the truth is, when you read it, did you get those those chill bumps again? Yep. Those truth bumps? I sure did. Because what did that mean? Th- there's, there's no doubt that this has happened. It's already happened. There's no doubt that this. Has he already couldn't happened.
2: prove it, so he had to position it. Well, as he couldn't.
3: I, I would say that he couldn't provide the proof that it happened. He didn't have permission to, but I am sure a version of this has happened already. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind.
2: This is big stuff because it goes from remote viewing to remote influence, right? So it's effectively um, controlling an object isn't, is, isn't viewing. That's influencing, right? And then there's also what the team in Russia, Inga, was able to do. Can you believe I remembered her name? I don't remember my own name, but I remember her <laughs> name. Inga um, was controlling Bob Monroe's mind, So that's remote influence as well. So we go – we started at remote viewing, which is seeing, right? Being able to jump physically in time and space to see events that have have happened or could happen. And now we're into remote influence, which is changing events. It's all possible to me.
3: It's completely possible. And I would imagine – that our listeners have examples or experiences of this in their life in some way, whether it's something, again, you may not be able to prove, but it's about everyone, like gathering all your friends and saying, we need this to happen, whether it's helping someone find a job or we really hope that you find this and you can create that force of power. And if you have, I mean, one thing that China, the whole culture is super skilled at is a unification right they do that culturally like no one else if you watch the Olympic opening um, mm. that was held there wow it, it was perfect it's wasn't? Wowy and everything's done to the exacting standard if you get that kind of power think of the impact that's going to have if it that's everyone's focused on that one thing whatever it is it it's unstoppable I mean it's super super impactful I can see you shuffling. Well, I'm (laughs) shuffling things
2: because I don't want us to leave this show without some other information. Because I want to name drop, I think, a little bit for folks. So there, in in seven, just to give some perspective and history on this, because. So many people look at the psychic medium space and they just kind of write it off to, oh, it's just kind of woo woo y and it's not real. It's It's not not real. You know, we've even had comments from, I don't even think they're listeners, I just think they're assholes, that have gone (laughs) out there and said, why do we need a show about something that's already been proven uh, or disproven? It's like, really? In your head, it's been disproven. Um, so – but I, I want to give us a, a little more weight to it. So in 1789, there was this philosopher named Immanuel Swedenborg, and he was at, um, at a casual dinner with his friend. and He wrote this in the journal, um, and, and while he was at dinner, he became terrified because he saw a hellish fire breakout in his hometown of Stockholm, which was more than 300 miles away from where he was. Though he couldn't explain it. Swedenborg insisted he knew exactly where the blaze started, the precise number of homes destroyed, and how many people were hurt. He could even feel the heat of the flames. When a messenger arrived days later with the news of the distant fire, the old man's eerie vision was confirmed to the last detail as if he'd actually been there. That's 1789, right? I told you this is standard issue human hardware. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it and really there are is. stories that, you know, um, talk about the father of quantum theory, um, Max um, Planck. I should know our father's name of that. P-L-A-N-C-K. Planck. I'm from Oklahoma, man. That's all I got. Um, <laughs> and so he he described this phenomenon as a divine matrix about this energy field. You know, we talk about the matrix like you know, my favorite crystal store in the whole wide world is called the Crystal Matrix, you know. So he calls it the Divine Matrix. Um, Stephen Hawking has talked about this as well. And he talks about it as the mind of God. Like this is where we all have access to. And even Carl Carl Jung, the legendary um, psychiatrist, and uh, Carl Jung – are you going to correct me? Did I say Jung? <laughs> Carl Jung, whatever <laughs> – um Carl Jung, the legendary psychiatrist and and colleague of, of Freud, um talked about this as this collective unconsciousness, right? What I call the unconscious cloud, he called it the collective unconsciousness. So this concept has been studied by psychiatrists by 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 quantum physicists by I mean Stephen Hawking, what else do you need other really than to know people. that right really smart people that this is so incredibly real, and I don't think that the intent of this particular episode was to go encourage everyone to um, go, you know, to <laughs> look we to all, control missiles.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, we all remote view. Again, it's instinctual. It usually happens just you know on the very low level of consciousness or on the unconscious level. You're just energetically kind of scanning um, and going, yep, that's where I want to that's where I want to go, or that's how I want this to go, or you're creating it, um, especially when you're checking in on children or loved ones or a product you ordered. You can sometimes say, oh yeah, it's going to arrive in a few days. <laughs> I know it happens
2: to me all the time. Yeah. there's <clears throat> there's several things, and these are obviously not on the scale of the U.S. military or the Russian military military. military or the Chinese military. But there's a number of things. One thing that happens to me regularly is I can think of someone and within a day, they reach out. And I'm not talking about my wife or my best friend, (laughs) Cubby. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about Sari. I'm talking about people that I haven't talked to in a long time. They show up. Right. Well, and again, what I would
3: imagine is happening is that you—they're probably thinking of you, and you're picking it up off the etheric level.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so that's that whole sender-receiver thing. Right. I—I th- I actually think I'm far more of a receiver than I am a sender. There you go. Is that fair?
3: If that's your experience, I assume you Oh, come on. You're the like <laughs> queen
2: witch. What's the answer? I would answer? never
3: override your knowing. Yes. So. Oh, my God. You override me all the time. Oh, well, I correct you. That's different.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You do correct me God. And
3: it's not your inner knowing. This is something else. <laughs> that's hilarious. But really, what I think is important is that we all have this gift, and it shows up in our lives, and sometimes those, oh, that was an amazing coincidence. Oh, my God. That one worked. Or all kinds of ways. Or you've but had a
2: conversation with someone. That you have it like, wait, we've had this before. Well, you probably did. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right. And I think that the purpose of this, to me at least, and you can override my (laughs) internal whatever the hell you just called it, but I think the purpose of this episode was really for people, for you guys to feel how powerful our magic is and to know that it's there. And so when you experience something, you know, that is of this, you know, unconscious cloud place astral plane astral plane <laughs> that that you just smile and know that ah look you know it's like it's just that kind of wink and nod from the universe sometimes that like i look what i can do i got that one i got that yeah. and then it just you know anytime this happens to me it always brings a smile to my face always it brings joy and so i just want to give one more i'm going to interrupt you just oh i'm not going to correct you,
3: you on this but Please i am going to just give a shout out for boundaries <laughs> Boundaries are really helpful. And remember that you are accountable and responsible for your own psychic actions as much as you are in the physical world. And so you would never want to violate someone's boundaries. By going and looking, as tempting as it is, at your ex boyfriends, ex
2: wives, <laughs> you no, know? you're, t- you know what, you're totally right, Brian. That it's is just, a, so it's powerful. just a shout out.
3: No, and, it's important um, because th- it's important because it's your karma that you want to. Yeah, keep you don't want
2: to. Yeah, what do you call that kind of karma? You have a term for it when you get the Instant uh, karma.
3: Instant yeah. karma when it comes back in the same lifetime in instead the same, of the next instant. lifetime. <laughs> Sometimes it feels
2: like it can be within minutes that I get hit with things. But um, <laughs> I'm seriously – I have like microwave karma. It's like it speeds that shit up really fast. But it's, it is important because I, I have remote viewed. Um, I did it intentionally, um, not for any other reason than I think just to stretch, right, just mm-hmm. to see what I was capable of. Mm-hmm. And after I did it, I realized I'm like, ooh, that's not cool. That's like a boundary thing. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be seeing these things. That's not – That's, and, 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 and do, I don't want to hold that. Like and, I don't want that karma. And
3: you didn't do, do it maliciously either. You were curious, No, I did not right? do it maliciously. It was curious, I have done malicious and,
2: things but that was not one of them.
3: And you were learning. Yes. Right. And you learned like ooh – like kind of like when you took that one drug and it, it's like, oh, that felt too good. I can't do that ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was really good. I like that in my body. Right, <laughs> yeah.
2: right. No, I do yeah. learn. Yeah, I, I, I do. This. I don't have to learn over and over usually. But yes, in that case, I was – because I in it, on my own, I didn't even have to have you tell me that it was <laughs> a bad idea. And normally, you're really good at telling me when I do things are a bad idea. And I do appreciate that. It's like you are my bumpers in the uh, gutters of a bowling alley. Nice. <laughs> that you make sure that I don't throw gutter balls, which <laughs> – which I do appreciate, and I love you with all my heart and every cell in my body for that. You are so funny. Um, but I knew on my own. I was like, oh, this is not a good thing. you know. So I, I think that it's not just a, a footnote. I think it's a really important thing for people to understand. But if you are experiencing it and you're not doing it the way that Brenda says that has karmic um, implications to it, just give it a smile. Right. Like if you have that conversation or if you think about somebody and they reach out to you, it's like, oh, yeah, am I a sender or am I a receiver? Julie thinks that she's a receiver. Maybe I'm a sender. Maybe I'm going to tell Julie that she needs to go on her Instagram and look (laughs) at my post. Try it. See if it works because I'm a good receiver. Um, But just smile. Right. Like just know that this is the universe at work and it's a it's a gift that you are born with. And and, in a standard issue, right? Yes. Standard issue and enjoy it. Yeah. Absolutely. Great work, my off. That was a beautiful episode. Well done. That was weeks of reading and we just like put it out there and however many <laughs> minutes it was. And now I I can t- take a nap, I think. 33. 33. Now I can go take a nap. <laughs> uh, oh no, I have to go start something else to be obsessed about, because that's what I do. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks everyone and stay obsessed. <laughs> Bye.
3: Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide
2: you. Hit us up on Instagram at OthersideGuides, or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com, and you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we want to hear your stories. And remember, earth school is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
0: The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke.